Welcome to Crucible of Worlds, an actual play podcast brought to you live from outer space. Just kidding. Aliens aren't real. Or are they? We begin with some history. An excerpt from A Brief History of Haven by Chronicler Ezra. Upper Deck, Sector BX3. The year is 2130. Earth lies ravaged by war and abandoned. Her last survivors fled close to half a century ago, fleeing the radiation that had both saved them and nearly killed them. That final assault had rendered their home unlivable, but at the time it had seemed a fair trade. At least it had ended the invasion. A few hundred humans escaped on a massive spaceship, dubbed Haven, which had been designed to carry them in orbit around their erstwhile home. Even before the attack, the Earth had been changing. The waters had risen as global temperature shifts caused the ice caps to melt. Huge portions of what had once been land were now ocean. Humanity was split by their changing world. The rich, the famous, and the powerful flocked to the mountains and other areas of high elevation, fleeing the rising water. There they lived in glorious isolation, hubs of higher learning, art, and beauty, until need drove them to reach out. The less fortunate stayed low, slowly converting their livelihoods to adapt to the sea. Despite little outside help at first, they managed. To survive and to live, many of them banded together, forming huge city-like flotillas. Their need, and then trade with the terrestrial nations, drove technological and scientific discovery in leaps and bounds. Deep-sea mining, scavenging, and engineering boomed in the ocean nations, and the two halves of the new society slowly settled into an uneasy balance. Then, they came. Hugely powerful, unknown, and unknowable, the aliens raised the Earth. Nothing remains in the histories of that time. The only knowledge that survived is this truth. They were well on their way to destroying everything. Nothing could affect them. Nuclear weapons were the only answer. Haven was built first as an escape from the aliens, and became an escape from what we had done to the Earth. Half land and half sea, as was agreed, and only the most critical personnel were brought aboard. There was just not enough room. And then we left, never looking back. We look only to the stars. Last time. Sensing Suze's growing unrest, cooped up in their tiny cell block of an apartment as they were, Kat works tirelessly to grow plants that could aid her brother. Though her first attempts fail, with Angelica's aid, and in a triumphant moment that brings the whole underdeck together, they relocate Suze to the decommissioned hydroponics lab, that will serve as their new home. Emotions run high as we explore the mysteries of the worlds below.
Um, we're going to start with your experiment gone wrong and right. Yeah, so um, the way I see it is the renegades have maybe a like slightly less great secret base camp now that they've been run out of their old one. Um, but I think that like instead of having separate rooms, it's all one big room. And mm-hmm. in the middle is where this recent experiment is mostly being done. Um, it's so that everyone can keep an eye on the highly dangerous radioactive substances within. But Kat is the only one who can actually enter that space to check on the plants? Yes, yeah, because as her previous experiments have shown, uh, they sometimes work and they sometimes fail, which she hasn't told anyone is because she's using two different kinds of plants. (laughs) One which are air boosters and one which are murder weapons. Okay, so so something happens with the radiation. What happens with this space in the center of the Renegades' new hideout? Uh, so the, uh, yeah, whichever substances they're using, they are in a very special container that is protected by water flowing through the walls um, to diffuse the radiation as it's coming out. Um but there is a water shortage somewhere else and the water that was being rerouted to this case gets changed, gets reduced. So there's not as much in the way and there is a big radiation breakthrough. And there's an alarm? An alarm goes off immediately and Kat's inside. So she's... Who... (laughs) Okay, who else is in the renegade space? Not in your experimental zone, but in the renegade's room. Uh, I imagine that everyone is sort of around, but the people who are helping Kat would be Henry and Dr. Singh, who have always been kind of helping her with this. Okay, when the alarm goes off, people start to follow the procedure that, as scientists, they're familiar with. They know to evacuate the zone and get to the nearest safe spot. So everyone starts to leave the renegade's room pretty quickly, except for Henry and Dr. Singh, who wait for you to exit the radioactive space. Uh, yeah, so the door slides open, and Kat comes stumbling out. Uh, what they don't see is that she tucks something under her, into one of her pockets. Can you do me a stealth check? Yes. (laughs) They maybe don't see. They maybe don't see. Maybe they do. Do you have stealth? I don't have stealth. No, you never do. Can I do reverse (laughs) pickpocketing? Nope. It's like pickpocketing myself. I don't think that reverse pickpocketing is a skill. (laughs) Do DX minus five. No. Wow. Super don't. They do notice. No, that was a critical critical failure. Yep. The thing you're carrying is huge. Yeah. It's a like a, a plant. Yeah. A full plant uh-huh. that you're carrying. Uh, is it enclosed? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you try to tuck this behind your back and it <laughs> pokes out on top. Yeah. Uh, and Henry says, Cat, we have to leave. You can't take anything with you. This is a, a lockdown. Let's go. I have to. I have to. It's the only thing. Whatever's in there is ruined. The radiation got out. We can't. I have to save this one or else it's all for nothing. Oh, with the two of you, uh, and Dr. Singh grabs both of you and pulls you uh, away, and she says, Kat, whatever that is, we're going to just discuss it later, but we should really review the safety protocols that are in place. I can't believe that you would be this ignorant. 
They were supposed to be fine. They were rerouting water from wherever. I don't even think they use section B6 anymore. Are you just going to carry that plant down the hallway? I, I have a cloak. <laughs> <laughs> I just tuck it under. <laughs> um, Henry grabs one of the emergency fire blankets along the wall <laughs> and throws it over the plant. That's a way better idea. Um, cat, for a scientist. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Quick. This is my science. I need it. So the three of you exit the room and you join everyone else who is participating in this lockdown. Uh, where do you go? Um, I'm assuming that we all split up. Like everyone has been prepared for this. And so we go off in like groups of two or three yeah. um, to safe zones that are far enough away to not bring okay. any. So you yeah. head off. You're carrying this plant yeah. wrapped in a bright red fire <laughs> blanket. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Yes, um, very stealthy. Very stealthy. Um, I think people see you as they're hurrying to their own safe zones, and during lockdown, people would go to their homes or their mm-hmm. workplace, whatever's closest, and hunker down waiting for the alarm to end. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say you're seen by a few people carrying this giant blanket thing. Probably. Yeah. But no one is stopping you because they're all pretty occupied with getting to their safe zones. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who you know in passing as they're hurrying down the hallway says, security is coming. You should, uh, you should get home soon, cat. Okay. Okay. Guys, we gotta, we gotta go. <laughs> Pick up the pace. Okay. Uh, Dr. <laughs> Singh and Henry kind of break away from you and they're heading to their own safe zones. Mm-hmm. And Henry says, I, grab henry like before we go Ooh. i was like henry i thought we had the whole base locked down from alarms i thought there wasn't supposed to be anything that escaped that area i didn't know i didn't know i had to guard against radiation cat we all knew there was radiation in there well okay um obviously there was a mistake with some actually how much do you think would have made it out like will they have detected it was it just could it just be like oh one of the engines weird did something i don't know how sophisticated the detections are in the upper decks. I don't know how many staff they have who can reasonably uh, just kind of examine such a deduction. I just, I don't know if they'll be able to record this or I I, I don't know yet. I hope it wasn't enough to hurt anyone. If only we had a, (laughs) we don't have anyone good enough at coding to get into their system, but I just, I don't know. I don't know what we can do. All right, we're Nobody, nobody go back. We're going to have to tell everyone not to go back. We can't go back right now. Okay. I'll, I'll let Joanna know, and we can spread the word. But I have to go, Kat. I have we, to get to my house. Okay. Bye, Henry. Bye. Can you take care of the, nope, of, of the oxygen booster? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. This lockdown doesn't last for too long. After a few minutes to half hour or so, the radiation that you shut down before you left kind of clears and the ship returns to normal. Haven security goes through the corridors, making sure that people, one, have gone to their safe zones, and two, checking for things that might have caused a leak. Um, You don't really know the full extent of security's actions. I really like the idea of them like walking with Geiger counters down hallways. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm... I actually want a scene of two upper deckers or three upper deckers or who are security personnel 
doing the check. So there's two people with Geiger counters and one person recording notes on a tablet. <laughs> it's it's pretty good over here. Um, pretty normal. Good. Does good mean a lot or not a lot? No, normal. Can you good guys means quantify normal. that a little bit more? I know I can't just be writing a lot or normal. Uh, the into counter these just says good. Uh, there's numbers on that counter. It's, Can you? It's green for good. The thing is in the middle of the range. Mm-hmm. Wait, do neither of your counters actually have the... Oh, we just got the shitty ones. These things are basically kids' toys. <sighs> it's the underdeckers. They steal all of the good tech. Yeah. Like, what about the radiation that we get upstairs? Yeah. Really. <sighs> you know, this is pretty sketchy. Let's not go down this corridor. I don't want to check no. it. Are you sure? I, like... I don't want to miss anything and, you know, be the team that doesn't find the source of this thing. Um, uh, no, I'm pretty sure we went down that hallway already. Yeah, you, I didn't write that down, actually. No, Maybe I we got hallways. We, got, we no, super did. 20, this is 29. We definitely haven't done it. Do you really want to go down a hallway full of underdecker thugs in the middle of a lockdown? Yeah, you know, you're okay. I heard they use lockdowns to, like, steal stuff. Yeah. <sighs> okay, fine. 29... Nothing found. Nope, nope. Everything in the Looks green. Looks good Geiger down there to me. Yeah. Good. I can see all the way to the end. Nothing. Yeah. You know what? Radiation, totally something that's visible. We can totally <laughs> tell that from here. I uh-huh, am uh-huh. on board with this, guys. I'm writing that down right now. No radiation. I know. We could probably just do that for the rest of the hallways, you guys. Honestly, it's, it's underdeckers. Mm. They can fix it if they find it. It's, they're used to radiation. They're different from us. But what if they don't fix it? They will. That's what they do. That's their whole job. Yeah. True. I guess. Like, yeah. what else do they even do? Nothing. Plus, they're like, super lazy. They don't have to practice for anything. They just fix stuff. Oh, speaking of which, I totally have to get in a clarinet hour tonight. <sighs> oh, are you going to, to participate in the extravaganza? I might. I was thinking Ooh. about it. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. I didn't know that you could play the clarinet. Yeah, I'm really good. That's like Damn. old world stuff. Yeah. It's really vintage. Where did we even get the wood for it? Let's say the next the next day. <clears throat> Um, once Haven security has reduced their patrols, <laughs> no one really responds to the alarm. There's no sort of message sent out. Everything just returns to normal, but underdeckers are kind of looking over their shoulders pretty consistently. They're not sure if something's going to happen, if security is going to show up again or where they stand with the alarm. Um... Yeah, I think Angelica showed up on time this time. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, Kat's late because she's, like, sneaking. Yeah. She's, like, taking the longest possible time to make sure nobody sees her. So I want to paint this scene, though, of Angelica for the first time, I think, since you've ever known her, doesn't look like angelica like she's got her hair is back there's like a bit of a hooded cloak thing going on she's done up her makeup in a way that's like almost toyish but um, it's it's like steward-esque but it doesn't look like her mm. and so it's the first time she seems to have actually made an effort to not look like herself oh <laughs> angelica yes cat i'm 
disguised. Is it working? Um, yes. I, that doesn't sound confident. If I, mean, I was I, caught on one of the video streams, I, I can't be recognizable. I, I mean, I, I know what you look like. Yes, and so does most of the people on this ship. Right. You still have, like, the same bones and stuff. Yeah, well, I can't move my bones, cat. Right. So... Okay, this is a silly <laughs> conversation. What did you bring? Cat pulls out, like, an adorable little pot that's full of dirt. It's a pot? Uh, well, so, no, well, yes. With was... dirt. The best dirt. Listen, I, best dirt. I, I thought I asked for poison. Well, so in the dirt is a seed. No vial? Uh, is that how people usually do poison? Well, it, it's the, I mean, in all the books that I would read, that is how poisons were, were carried. I, I don't know what a poison looks like. So I don't even know how to use a poison. Well, this is a poison. Okay. I'll tell you how to use it. Um, so we ha um, we had, we had an incident. Yes. The a radiation. A couple days ago. The radiation break. Yeah. Was that you, Cat? Yeah. They're still so confused in the upper deck. Good. There's an art. There's there's two camps arguing with, about whether or not one of the engine needs to be replaced, essentially, or if that we were hit by some sort of cosmic solar storm. Both of those are great things that I didn't think about spreading. So those are both good ones. I'll use those to tell people. Okay. Well, in that case, the uh, cosmic solar storm camp definitely has a little bit more traction right now. Okay, that's the one. I'll there's use. some math that backs it up, apparently. Oh, I do love math. Well, I'm sure you do. <laughs> um, so, this guy, you gotta get it into the air vent. How will that help? Well, as soon as you add water, it's gonna start growing. Oh. Yeah. As soon as I add water? Yeah. Okay, so I need to be able to get into his room. Well, you could add water before, probably. But then you gotta be quick once you get there. With... A pot of dirt, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and somehow get that into his air vent. I mean, it's a really small pot. And you're sure this works? Yes. I would I would ask if you've tested it, but that doesn't. How do you know? This this can't go wrong, Cat. If this may be one of the last opportunities I have, I'm gonna have to pull strings to to speak to him, to see him even. You know all those corridors that have been shut down forever. Yeah, I've heard I've heard speak of them. Something about not enough housing space in the underdeck. Yes, I was doing some experiments. Ah, they're shut down forever. Does that mean that there have been security that have discovered these hallways? No. I see. So this is an underdeck. Underdecker just says it's shut down, and that's mm. that's good enough. Yeah, mm. Yolanda says it's shut down, and that's good enough. <laughs> That's that woman has quite the uh, quite the sway. Okay. This will probably take a few hours to work. Well, if it's it's some consolation, he doesn't really leave his room. Do I need to ensure that he stays in his room for any period of time? Like, how? What is? How, how do I know it's worked? He'll be dead. I, cat. Oh, 
cat. <laughs> this, it's going, it's, you add water, this thing's going to grow, it's going to reproduce. And that's when the poison happens. And this can't be traced back to you in any way? I hope not. Okay, well, thank you, cat. I, I... Before she gives it, she, like, holds it back. She's like, are you sure about this? You know, Kat, I've thought a lot about that, and I don't think I've ever been more sure of anything else in my life. Because I'm doing this for the underdeckers, but I'm also doing it for you. That, that means a lot. And know that you're also doing this for the memory of your mother. How do you try to get an, an audience with James Alzon? I know we talked about this earlier, but now I'm trying to think about the best way to do it. I think it's, uh, I, th I think she just shows up at his door. Okay. And I don't know if is there security outside of this door. No, I'm going to say there's no one posted, but there's like a keypad and a video thing for people to like essentially ring the bell. Not many people visit the Admiral these days. Um, it's a fairly disused corridor. The only communication he does have comes via video link to various services. Sometimes he checks in with Nagata. Other than that, the general knowledge among the upper decks is that the Admiral has hidden himself from the world. Okay, I have a, like a small idea here, which is I think she shows up with um, a little, like she shows up with a little pot and there's a dandelion in it. Because okay. I think that may be the only yeah. flower that we have on the station. Yeah. But I think it like what she wanted to show up with is a flower, and the pot is where she's kept the soil. Um, so you've just stuck a dandelion into the murder plant? Essentially. Okay, good. Okay. Um, yeah, and so she shows up at the door and taps the keypad. Um, it rings for a long time. Eventually, um, the screen flickers to life, and you see... Alzan's tired, kind of pudgy, whiny face on the screen says, who, who's there? It who's is that? Um, it, it's me, Angelica Starchild. I'm oh, Starchild. I'm, uh, I'm busy. I'm, work. I'm doing some work. Yes, it, this, is this is important, Admiral. Oh, just you should uh, send an email to uh, Nagata. Go, go talk to Nagata. Uh... Just Admiral, settled in for an evening. Admiral, is is Nagata the acting in your place? No, 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 no. I'm the I'm the admiral. There's only one admiral. Yes, and this this but is I'm a matter for the ad. This is a matter for the admiral. It's just uh, only geez. you can deal with this. Fast talk. <laughs> Boom! Critical uh, success. Oh, can, yeah. Well, it's just if you say so, Angelica. I'll just, and the doors slide open. Um, so she walks in. She's holding the dandelion in front of her. And uh, where, where is he in the room? 
Um, he moves away from you. He's just been standing at the door where he pushed a button to open it. He's wearing his kind of, um, usual house coat. He looks fairly disheveled. His hair is long and a little greasy. And he walks away from you. He's barefoot. He walks away from you and he slouches down into an armchair that he had obviously just been sitting in. There are a couple glasses of box wine around the armchair. And he slumps down. He goes, what's, uh, what's, what's the, the problem for the, for the Admiral? Yeah, I, I, sh- I sh- shouldn't, I shouldn't. Uh, he takes another sip of wine. But, you know, I just, I like Joan. Just... You will not speak of her. My, my apologies, Admiral, but you will not say her name in front of me. And that is not why I came here. What? I came here for this. What is that? And uh, she walks across the room trying not to, like, wrinkle her nose at what I imagine is a pretty horrible smell. Oh, thank you. Um, And she sets the pot down on the table. um, And she says, uh, what do you see? Uh, It's a plant. It's, It's a plant. It's a flower. It's alive. Lots of things that are alive and all that. She pulls the dandelion out of the, the earth oh. and it's been cut. So it's actually just the stem of the dandelion. Yeah. And she says, Admiral, this has the illusion of life. This flower is already dead. It is in the process of dying. Its roots have been cut out. I maybe I don't know if metaphor can reach you in the state you're in right now, but Haven is is holding to an illusion of life right now. Our roots have been cut out. You are our roots, and they have gone dry. They have withered away in an armchair, and meanwhile Nagata is out there, and he is. It's a parasite eating this us from the inside. thought-provoking, Angelica, but you're so young to just... These things are so complicated. Being the Admiral is more than people think, and all the things, the dandelions from Earth, and we're from Earth, but we're just... be the dandelion in space. You are willing to consign us to a fate of withering away into nothing? Disambiguate the complexity, Admiral. What is it that my age does not allow me to see? I just, I can't. I've told you, I've told you, Angelica, there are things that only the Admiral knows. Did I tell you that? I told someone. Well, it was not me. And if you can't share whatever it is that is weighing so heavily on your shoulders with not even your, your friends 
Obviously, you're not going to share it with me, the daughter of a woman that you murdered. In cold blood so that we could rot out here like a flower. In the void of space, just waiting for the next air failure. And she starts like, I think she picked up the pot at some point And she starts like, the next air failure. And she points at a pipe and she's like, the next steam outburst. The next... The next food shortage. Um, Alzan takes his full glass of wine and drinks it down. And he doesn't meet your eyes, but he kind of slumps forward and looks at the floor and he says, I'll never go back to Earth. I'll never take the ship back. Angelica. Um... I think she picks up one of the glasses and she throws it across the room in the opposite direction of where he's looking. So of where, of where the air vent is Mm -hmm. and she just throws it. She's like, and in that moment, that's when she tries to slip the dirt into the air vent. Okay. Um, I don't know if you want me to roll on that or not. I think roll to see whether or not he notices so you can do do a stealth that's DX minus five. Wow, I should have you put can do it, but stealth. will he see it? <laughs> yeah, this comes up a lot. That's actually a good point. No, I don't do it. Okay, so he looks really slowly at the shattered glass, and he looks back, and he sees that you've put the plant in the air vent, but he just kind of blearily looks at it, and he says, "Uh, you're you should go." Miss Starchild. I don't know what I was hoping I would get from this conversation. I I don't... I thought I would get closure. And you are just a sad old man drinking yourself into oblivion watching your world crumble around you and you've given up. He looks up at the dandelion and he doesn't he doesn't look at you but he focuses on the plant in the air vent and he says sometimes uh, I have this dream of something that's a cycle and up and down and small and large again and Things that are different, but the same, and a cycle is what I think about. That, that'll be all, Angelica. I think she pours him a glass of wine and hands it to him before stalking out. So I want to set the next few hours. You know, both of you know, that the plant is going to go through its growth cycle and become murderous within the next few hours. So there's something like a quiet anticipation that you feel, a tenseness that kind of permeates the underdecks. And there's a tension that both of you feel that maybe is better around people. Maybe not. 
but mm. to alleviate some of this tension as well as to create a compelling alibi. Both of you attend a potluck in the underdecks. It should be a joyous occasion. There hasn't been a potluck for some time, but you feel still that weighing sense of dread. Both of you know that what you've done can be averted in the next few hours, but you don't. You go to the potluck. Angelica's got a glass of boxed wine. She's brought one box down to the observe, observation deck. That's where it's happening, right? Yeah. Um, there are a couple people in this crowd. You know Sparrow. You know your stewards. Yolana is here. She's made a rare appearance at a public event. She moves from person to person in the crowd, touching shoulders, speaking gently into their ears, um, making contact with her underdeckers. And she makes her way slowly across the crowd. Are you guys standing together or are you separate? I think Kat is keeping a million miles away from Angelica. Angelica is not letting that happen. Oh, <laughs> so it's a fun, no, what no, it's I a was, fun like... Because what I was thinking is that like Kat walks in, like immediately tries to find Angelica and waits for some like acknowledge, like for like a nod or like, oh, did you do it? Okay, yeah. Then, but no, like, she doesn't want to talk. This is so fun. This is also how I personally quote and shape and deal with things. So <laughs> it's like she sees Kat walk in. And scan the room if see Angelica and just stare. <laughs> and Angelica makes a beeline for her. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> is Joanna here too? Yep. Um, so Joanna... I think reaches the two of you just as you reach each other. She noticed that like determined walk. <laughs> Kat's like shaking her head wildly as Angelica's coming toward her. Like, no, 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 don't come. No. Cat, would you like oh. some wine? No. Do you not? Mm-mm. Oh, right. The mask, of course. Mm-hmm. You wanna? Thank you, Angelica. Is everything all right? Fine. All right is a strong word. Great. I have to go. Okay, I was... Do you have to check on Seuss? Yes! Of course, then. Mm-hmm. Kat. Yep. Oh, well... I, before you go, Kat... Uh-huh. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I hope you enjoy the potluck. The, uh... Chocolate was very hard to come by. We're, we're a little low on the whole chocolate thing, and uh, smuggling that down from the upper decks was no small feat. I imagine oh. getting things in between the two must be difficult. Y- yes. I don't know why you said it that way, Kat. Uh, was it hard to get the chocolate down here? Oh. Oh, you know, the, the chocolate. Um, yes, it, it was very difficult. Um, I see that the chocolate made it, though? Yes, it is here. You okay. Can, I, I mean, Dylan is one, right lapping away uh-huh. at it. Okay, good. Just, just waiting for his stomach to get upset. Great. Um, that probably will happen soon, huh? Yeah. Uh, maybe you should check on your brother. Yeah, I'm going to go. Okay, bye. 
Um, Joanna turns to Angelica's cat, hurriedly walks away. She says, Angelica, have you done it? Yes. This is not easy. But you know that this is the right thing to do for everyone. Only a day ago, I told Kat I'd never been more certain about anything in my entire life. And no, no, Yohan, I don't know that this is the right thing. I I just killed a man. Angelica, I know that this is the right thing. If you're having doubts, listen to me. I've never been more certain of anything in my life. But what I'm certain about is you, Angelica Starchild. I know that you will make an amazing admiral. I think that you will save us. We will save each other, Joanna. Of course. Cute, sad music as Cat walks down the hallway. Um, explain to me what Cat is feeling. I think it's best summarized by the fact that this is the first potluck where she has not brought a salad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Cat, like, is, like, very... Like, her immediate reaction is that she's, like, avoiding plants. Yeah. (laughs) She, like, doesn't know how to handle what she's, like, done with this skill of hers. Yeah. Right? Like, that's what it's coming down to. Yeah. Like, this thing that she loves. It's been corrupted. It's been corrupted. And so, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Do you go back to the hydroponics facility? Yeah. Okay. You walk into the space that you share with Seuss, and he's kind of, like, bustling around, and um, he's wearing, like, a nicer shirt than normal. He says, oh, uh, Kat, I thought you'd be at the potluck. Yeah, it, uh, it wasn't just, it just wasn't the same. Oh, okay, that's okay. Um, (laughs) listen, um, it's, it's just that, um, Dylan actually asked me if, uh, I wanted to, um, like, have dinner or something, so he, we were just gonna have dinner. Uh, Oh, I just, I've never had dinner, well, you, you've had dinner. I've had dinner, but I've never had anyone ask me for dinner, Uh and, um, I just, you know, is it okay if I have the apartment tonight, or just for the evening, just, sorry. No, that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, no, I'll just go back to the potluck. I actually just came back to make sure you were okay, and then I was gonna go right back. Definitely. So. Yeah, is everything okay? Just. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's all good. I forgot a salad. Can you believe that? I didn't not like you. <laughs> I didn't bring one today. It was weird. Everyone yeah. was talking about it. Yeah, um, do I look okay? You look great. Dylan okay. was in the chocolate fountain, so just make him wash his hands before he touches anything. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Kat. Just... No, that's... No, yeah. of course. Have a great night. Okay. I'll see Thanks. you later. Okay. Cat leaves. <laughs> Doesn't go to the potluck. Is Kat alone? Uh-huh. She goes back to clearing out all her... Like, she's going to all the abandoned hallways. She's, like... She spends the night 
erasing evidence. Does she end up at her old apartment? Oh, yeah. It's dark. Yeah. No plants. No No plants. plants. The night kind of draws to a close. The potluck ends at a certain point. Angelica, do you go home? I think Angelica lingers uh, for a while. I mean, it's like she'd been talking to Sparrow, and I think mm-hmm. that she and Sparrow had been sort of discussing like metaphysics, basically. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that we need to like have that conversation, but I think that she and Sparrow may be the last ones there yeah. until Sparrow shoes her off, basically, saying like an old yeah. woman needs her sleep. Sparrow shoes her off with a blessing. She says, Angelica, always look downwards. There we find our hearts. Definitely need to find mine, Sparrow. You will. I believe in you. Everyone seems to. I I hope I still will after today. Why would you say that? Oh, nothing. It's just, uh... Well... It's, it's tough times in the upper deck. Get a good night's sleep, Angelica. It will all be better in the morning. I hope it is. Okay. Um, you go home to your apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, you open the door and your t- father has stayed up with a book. He's kind of sitting by the small porthole window that you have looking out at the stars. And he sets the book down as he sees you come in and he looks towards you and he starts to smile to greet you home for the evening. And when he sees your face... Walking in the door, he pauses, and he looks concerned, and as you walk in and shut the door, he says, Angelica, what have you done? 